Welcome to Friday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. We made it to Friday, y'all. Oh, you're a country now. I just like saying y'all. Y'all. I'm a fan of it. Uh, But if you are driving a Tesla, you're going to want to make sure you pay attention in the core four this morning. And the next item on your grocery list that's going to cost you coming up in the core four. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. The core four. The four headlines you need to know. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman has checked himself into a hospital for depression. Fetterman is no stranger to health issues as he suffered a stroke last May. His team released a statement saying he experienced depression on and off throughout his life, but it became more severe in recent weeks. Fetterman checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Wednesday evening, and doctors said he's getting the care he needs and will soon be back to himself. Whether you want to call it a recall or an update, that's up to you. But the fact is, over 350,000 Teslas from 2016 all the way through current models will need to update the full self-driving beta software. And the name of that software is a little misleading because even though it says full self-driving in the name, Tesla claims the feature is meant to assist drivers, not drive for them. The recall claims the self-driving feature can cause crashes because of the following issues. The vehicle may travel straight through an intersection despite being in a turn-only lane. The vehicle may also enter a stop sign-controlled intersection without coming to a complete stop or proceed through a steady yellow traffic light without due caution. So if you own a Tesla or know someone who does and you paid for the extra fee to join the beta program, your vehicle will get an over-the-air update soon to address those issues. Breakfast is about to make you bankrupt. First eggs and now orange juice. Oh boy. You can blame Florida for this one though. Between extreme weather like Hurricane Ian and deep freezes, as well as widespread citrus disease, they haven't produced the same amount of oranges as normal, and that's sending prices of orange juice soaring. The USDA predicted that Florida will produce 16 million 90-pound boxes of oranges. That sounds like a lot. It is. But that's 61% less than last season when they made 41 million boxes. And oranges have been on a decline since the 90s because they used to produce 200 million boxes a year. Wow. And Anthony, do you know which country is the top global exporter for orange juice? For orange juice specifically? Yes. Uh, I want to go Central or South America. Mm. I'm going to say Brazil. How did you know that? Oh, really? Yes. I just know they they grow a lot of things in Brazil. Yeah, it is Brazil. (laughs) And shipments from there are up 58% so far this season because people need their orange juice. So maybe hit the store this weekend, pick up some OJ before you can't afford it anymore. There are currently 11 states that expressly permit students and administrators to carry concealed guns on the campus of their state colleges or universities. West Virginia is looking to become number 12. Currently, West Virginia falls in the group of 23 states that permit colleges to make their own rules regarding concealed carry on campus. This week, the state's Senate overwhelmingly passed a bill known as the Campus Self-Defense Act, which would allow students and administrators with a license for a pistol or revolver to carry those firearms on campus. Although administrators at state schools have argued against the bill, it will now move over to the state's House of Delegates, where it will most likely pass with another overwhelming majority, like it did in the Senate. 
One of the sponsors of the bill mentioned the rise in sexual assault against women at colleges as a reason to allow concealed carry on campus. The shooting at Michigan State University earlier this week also turned up the intensity on the debate around this bill on both sides. Proponents of the bill claim that concealed carry could slow down or stop a shooter on campus. Meanwhile, the president of several state universities have argued against the passage of the bill due to public safety concerns and the added financial burden schools might incur. The bill does mention some firearm restrictions, though. The Campus Self-Defense Act would still prohibit guns at events of over a thousand people or more. So think of your West Virginia University or Marshall football games. And guns would also be prohibited at campus daycare centers. The bill also allows colleges and universities to ban guns in specific buildings as long as there are security measures like metal detectors or security with a scanning wand to make sure no one can enter the building with a gun. And if you were keeping track of those numbers at home, that's 11 states that expressly permit concealed carry on campus, 23 that allow colleges and universities to make up their own rules about their campuses, and 16 that prohibit concealed carry on campus by law. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Well, this is pretty cool. H&M has formed a joint venture with a German recycling group. The goal is to collect, sort, and sell used and unwanted garments and textiles. H&M is the world's second biggest fashion retailer, and they've been under pressure from the public and their investors to reduce their carbon footprint. This new venture is called Looper Textile, and it'll kick off its operations in Europe. The goal is to extend the life cycle of 40 million garments in 2023 alone. In a statement, H&M said, Looper hopes to become a preferred feedstock provider to companies and innovators engaged in textile and resale recycling. In about 60 seconds, we are going to play a game called Two Second Tunes. We play that game on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. On Tuesday and Thursday, we play a game called Cover Lovers. And if you ever hear a game and you think to yourself, you know what? I'm ready to play. I'm ready to do it. I'm going to jump in. I've been waiting for a while. All you have to do is go to themorningshowpodcast.com, hit today's blog post, and there's going to be a link where you can sign up to play one of our games. You choose the game you want to play, you let us know about your music interests, and we make it work for you. And that website is where you're going to find basically anything we talk about, whether it's an event we're going to do, maybe something that Carla Marie is mentioning in What's Trending, or a link we think you should check out that day. You can always find it at themorningshowpodcast.com. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. So on Wednesday, we had a special edition of Two Second Tunes where we played just Taylor Swift songs. Yes. Today, we are going to use a similar formula, but we're going to swap out Taylor Swift and into the blender goes Lady Gaga. Oh, you love Lady Gaga. I do. I am a little monster and I do appreciate Mother Monster. So we have two Lady Gaga fans going head to head and I do have to award one point. Fake point. A fake point. To Mark. He doesn't get a real point. Don't worry, Daryl. But Mark is wearing a very pink, you look great beanie, and it looks fantastic on him. Okay, so coming to us from Colorado this morning, we have two little monsters. We have Mark. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. And we have Daryl. Good morning, Daryl. Hi. Good morning. We are going to be playing all Lady Gaga songs. So obviously, how the game normally goes is you're supposed to give us the correct title and artist of this song. But since we already know the artist, you have to give us the correct title and album. That that song is on. So, Carla Marie, who is going first? Mark is going first. All right, Mark, you ready to kick us off? Yep. Here is your first two-second tune from Mother Monster. (laughs) 
Just Dance the Fame. Just Dance the Fame. Two points. Just dance, gonna be okay. The original. A fun fact about that. So Just Dance was on the fame, but when Lady Gaga released the fame monster, she also put Just Dance on that. So that would have either one of those answers would have been correct. Okay. So we move over after know. Mark got two points. We move over to Daryl's part of round one. Daryl, here is your two second tune. Poker face from the fame. Poker face, the fame. And I will say that uh, Carla Marie, when I was testing her out earlier today, did not do well past round one. No. Did you guys wager anything on today's game? We talked about it. It's either <laughs> it's either a bottle of the winner's choice or the first round at Beyonce. Or the what was the Beyonce thing? First round of drinks at the Beyonce concert. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to make you guys decide right now. What is the wager? Is it a bottle of your choosing or is it the first round of drinks when you go see Beyonce? (laughs) Probably equals the same amount of money. Yeah, true. (laughs) See you at the Renaissance tour, Mark. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. Well, we now know what the wager is. We go into round two. We go back to Mark. Mark, here is your second two second tune. Shallow from A Star Is Born soundtrack. Two points. I don't know if it was just the uh, the mood I was in when I was isolating all of these clips, but I started like tearing up listening to that oh, song. Oh, Anthony's feels today. It is a powerful, powerful song. Mark, still perfect. We go over to Daryl. Round two. Here's your two second tune. Telephone featuring Beyonce from the Fame Monster. <laughs> Two points. Probably one of my favorite. That's a good one, Lady Gaga songs. Damn, you guys are perfect across the board right now. Mother right. Monster would be so proud. She would be. She would be proud of her little monsters. That means the pressure is on, though. One stumble here could cost you the game. Mark, perfect score on the line. Round three, the hardest of the three rounds. Here is your two-second tune. Why do I want... It's it's from Chromatica. And I'm thinking... Why am I thinking Alice? Say Alice, Chromatica. Alice from Chromatica. Final answer? Yes. I know it's wrong, though. It's kind of wrong. One point. Sour candy. With some of my favorites, Blackpink on there oh. as well. There, That's like the one song I don't listen to. There is your window of opportunity, Daryl. One point was missed in Mark's <laughs> round, which means if you get two points here in your part of round three, you are today's champion. You are the biggest little monster. <laughs> the according littlest monster. The little, or the littlest monster. Either way. Daryl, the pressure right. is on. Here is your two-second tune. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That is the edge of glory from Born This Way. Oh. Two points in the win. <laughs> I feel, wow, I feel wow. like Mark got duped there because Sour Candy was hard. Just saying. I mean, but Sour Candy is also more recent okay, than fair. Edge of Glory. So I don't know. Maybe that balances it out a little bit. Either way. Well, Daryl, congratulations. <laughs> that means uh, your buddy Mark is buying the first round of drinks at 
The Beyonce concert. The Renaissance tour, right? Yeah, maybe we'll have you guys back for Beyonce songs. Thank you guys so much for making time for us. Mark, thank you for bringing your friend Daryl along for the ride. And thank you for making the Morning Show podcast part of your morning routine. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Shout out to all the Nintendo nerds out there. Whether you were one of the first NES gamers back in the late 80s, or you're maybe rocking the new Switch OLED, or really anything in between, you're going to love this story. And you've probably heard about some of the massive layoffs at most of the tech companies. Google, Amazon, Facebook, IBM, Microsoft... They've all laid off thousands of employees in the last few months, and they've all used pretty similar excuses to justify the layoffs. Lower sales, lower profit projections, loss of revenue from lingering supply chain issues, the rising cost of labor and resources, inflation. I'm sure you've heard it all. Well, Nintendo has dealt with all of the same issues. They recently lowered their sales and revenue projections, and the sale of their hardware has gone down for two years in a row. But Unlike all of the other tech companies, Nintendo Japan is doing the complete opposite of their tech buddies. Not only are they not laying off employees in Japan, they're giving the entire Japanese staff a 10% raise. Now, one of the reasons for the raise is actually the Japanese government. They've put pressure on Japan's corporations to increase pay to combat inflation. They also want to raise competitive pay in the country to fight their labor shortage, low birth rate, and low immigration. But taking care of their employees is something that's kind of been built into the Nintendo culture. And I've got a quote that I love from their former president, Satoru Iwata. When he ran the company, he said, quote, If we reduce the number of employees for better short-term financial results, employees' morale will decrease. I sincerely doubt employees who fear that they may be laid off will be able to develop software titles that could impress people around the world. End quote. And I don't know about you. But in a world where it feels like we have almost no choice but to hand over some of our money to at least a couple soul-sucking, planet-destroying corporations, it's nice to know that at least Nintendo has used some of my money to take care of their people. I'll be honest, the Netflix content has been slacking lately, but you know what's not slacking? Our YouTube channel. If you search for Carla Marie and Anthony, you can watch all of our live shows from Twitch on demand on YouTube. And we were all over the place this week in the best way possible. After yesterday's live show, I got a DM from Ashley who watched and she said, I'm still processing today's show. That's all I'm going to tell you. So go to YouTube Watch all of our shows on demand. The cool thing about YouTube is that you can stream right to your TV or your tablet or your phone. There's a ton of ways to watch. Whatever floats your boat, that's how you can watch. There's a link in the description of this episode and at themorningshowpodcast.com. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. After a six-year run, Ryan Seacrest is stepping away from Live with Kelly and Ryan. But don't worry about Ryan. He's still going to be working a lot considering he still has his radio morning show in Los Angeles, his weekly radio countdown show, American Top 40, hosting duties for American Idol, hosting duties for Dick Clark's Rock New Year's Eve broadcast, and whatever his production company, Seacrest Productions, is cooking up. Taking Ryan's spot alongside Kelly will be Kelly's husband, Mark Consuelos, who has filled in on the show from time to time. When Live with Kelly and Ryan finally ends, it will be renamed, you guessed it, Live with Kelly and Mark. A few months ago, I told you about Bruce Willis suffering from aphasia, which is the loss of ability to understand and or speak. 
Now, in a statement, his family said his condition has progressed and he's officially been diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia. They said, while this is painful, it is a relief to finally have a clear diagnosis. FTD is a cruel disease that many of us have never heard of and it can strike anyone. FTD is actually a group of brain disorders caused by degeneration of the frontal and or temporal lobes of the brain, and this affects behavior, language, and movement. There's an average life expectancy of 7 to 13 years after the onset of symptoms. His family thanked his fans for their support and said their continued compassion, understanding, and respect will enable them to help Bruce live as full a life as possible. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. I don't know why, but for some reason, as women, we like to have several drinks on us at a time. Like I'll have tea, a water bottle, and a shake, and it's always a disaster carrying all of them. Well, it just seems irresponsible. No, we just need to be hydrated and, you know, having all the drinks. Okay. It's just what we do. But there's a drink caddy that you can reuse. And thank you to Veronica for sending this to me. She was like, oh my God, this is perfect for what's trending. And it's true. It's got a handle. So it's great for carrying all your drinks. And if you're the person for your office who's always grabbing everyone's coffees in the morning, it's also great because it has the handle, unlike when you go to a coffee shop mm-hmm. and they just give you the one you got to put your hands under. Yeah. And then you're not wasting and throwing out things every day from the coffee shop. Here's a hack for you because I'm looking at this item that Carla Marie has on here. What is this thing called? The drink caddy. The drink caddy. If you don't want to spend money on the drink caddy, go to McDonald's. Order four large Cokes. They'll give you one made out of cardboard that looks exactly like that. Okay. And then you just walk around with that every day. Okay. But if you don't want the cardboard version, this one works. I feel like that one's going to break after like three <laughs> days and then that's going to be miserable. Probably. Just go to the morningshowpodcast.com so you can see the cute little drink caddy. And if you get one for yourself, let me know how it works out for you. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. The Friday episode of the Morning Show podcast is coming to an end, which means we are now done with episode 242. That's area code 242. Which brings us to the Bahamas, which is somewhere I would much rather be than here dealing with the Seattle gloomy, gross winter. Well, we can reach out to our friends at Sandals. They have a Bahamas location. We lived at their Jamaica location for three weeks. Maybe we could take this podcast on the road. I would be more than happy. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. And next week, Carla Marie, you know what we're going to have? What? The one-year anniversary of this podcast. So weird. Um, If you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit that follow button or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. That way, Monday morning, when we're back, you get a little notification that says, hey, that podcast that you like? Here they are. Here's another one. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show podcast. Want to tweet us? Follow at CM and Anthony on Twitter. 